I have also pressed record. <laughs> and we're 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 going now. Hello. So Hello. <laughs> so uh, it is it is a day in the life of both of us, and this is a podcast called Seeing It This Way. My name's Tim. Uh, usually this podcast is hosted by my friend Jamie, but she's been busy this summer and she wanted me to try to do a couple on my own. So this is the first one. Uh, I asked my friend Elizabeth to join me all the way from Toronto. Hello from Toronto. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good <laughs> You're today. Good. Yeah. You're good today, and you're having fun being on a podcast. I indeed feeling pretty emo. <laughs> well, that's why we're here. That's good. Uh, so Elizabeth, Elizabeth chose the album we're talking about today, which is the self-titled record by a band called Kolya. Is that how you pronounce it, Kolya? I I always say Kolya, but that's because I bastardize my vowels. So oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. It's from your neck of the woods, so however you say it is probably right. Yeah, yeah. Kolya is a band from Cambridge, Massachusetts, apparently, but I'd never heard of them before. Well, I'd, that's not true. I had, I had found a 7-inch of theirs, sort of like just looking around a, a record store near me in Somerville called Somerville Grooves a few years ago, and I thought it looked interesting just based on the cover art, so I bought it, and it was pretty good, but I kind of like filed it away, and then when you suggested this artist, I was like, this sounds familiar to me. Why do I know this band? And that was why. Uh, and so it was, I was surprised I never like seeked it out, because I like the 7-inch, so I'm glad that you chose this album. Well, this is the thing. Like, this, like, I think I've known about this band for a while, but like, they were just kind of sitting in my iTunes a bit dormant. Um, mm. And then like, I don't know, I think some long bus journeys, I was like, what does Collier sound like? So, yeah. Or what do Collier sound like? However, yeah. wh- wherever it is. The, the, um, the grammar is up for today. I think we, we, don't, we don't need to get into grammar. It's fine. <laughs> oh, God, um, no. So, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Did you, like, download it? So, like, like, probably when I was mostly in college, I would go on downloading sprees where I would like go on different people's like blog spot websites and just download records. They would, they would upload. Is that the sort of thing you did too, to find this stuff? No. Well, like this stuff is all things that were like sent to me. I think when I was like first, like starting to go out with like an old boyfriend, Mm -hmm. um, and they were like, like they were the kind of person who got me into a lot of like what I'm into now in terms mm-hmm. of like nineties American emo, right? And like, yeah, I think um, like Kalia sounded a lot like his band, um, mm-hmm. and I think like after listening to the album, I remember now there being like mild controversy on like the DIY music forums in the UK like stuff like Collective Zine they were like uh, this song sounds like Kalia like you guys oh, are copying yeah. them and they were like oh no we've ripped off Kalia that's so, so funny that's like that seems like such an obscure band to like <laughs> right. for people to be like you ripped off this band that like right yeah <laughs> like 
I think, like, I remember my other friend being, like, um, very annoyed that Snow Patrol had ripped off Far. Mm. And he, he was like, oh, are you playing Far? And I was like, no, I'm playing Snow Patrol. I'm like 13. I don't know who Far, far are. Um, and yeah, but yeah, like, this kind of goes to show, like, it was a, it's a pretentious music forum, so yes, like, yes, they're gonna they're gonna call you out on ripping off like yeah. small bands from nineties Boston. It's kind of cool though that people there was a place on the internet for everybody, including people who are really really excited <laughs> about very like like little known bands. I don't know, it's cool. Exactly, so there's a place for everybody online. <laughs> Thank God. Thank, Thank God, God for, for that. us all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's how you heard the album. But how how uh so I guess Jamie always always starts off the show by asking the guests how they define emo. Do you Ooh. do because like so this album is interesting because all the most of the other albums that that have been talked about on this podcast have been sort of more like the crossover emo or like mm-hmm. pop emo stuff. Yeah. Um, which which you know we we love that kind of music here, but but uh, this this is this is the album that hues closer to like the the original definition of emo as being like emotional hardcore and then mm. you know all that stuff you know so is, is is this is this album indicative of like how you view the term emo or um i don't know i suppose like i always i think i've been chastised in the past for like very much crossing over emo with a uh, pop punk Sure. And me being like, let's listen to some pop punk. And mm-hmm. being like, what about this? And they're like, this is not pop punk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> so in that sense, I guess it just falls into one of the many categories of what I class as emo. Right. like, yeah, like it can be anything from like, fallout boy or like panic of the disco <laughs> to mm-hmm. like call ya or like cat and jazz so it's yeah like a broad like Definitely. i mean i guess all of those bands were all like white male <laughs> sure yeah with feelings um <laughs> but i mean yeah i guess like now there's like i'd count tiger's jaw as like emo mm-hmm. pop punk and like yeah, a, a bunch of things. And like football, etc. cetera. Um, mm-hmm. I count them as emo. And yeah, I guess. Yeah, fail. I think that's pretty much that's pretty much how we view it here, too. <laughs> At least like Jamie has said a bunch of times how emo is basically just like anything that's emotional, which I feel like is, you know, fair enough. I don't I don't yeah. want to get too bogged down with like what is or isn't emo based on a based on you know like how a guitar sounds or you know how a song is structured or something yeah. but yeah again like that being said this band is definitely like you can you can hear how like emotional hardcore like the early stuff like evolved to be like Kolya and a lot, a lot of yeah a lot of a lot of, of this album reminded me of did you ever listen to that band Seisha mm-hmm. yeah a lot of it reminded me of Seisha but like less screamy you know yeah yeah, yeah. They all kind of share the the twiddly, mm-hmm. jazz twiddle punk <laughs> <laughs> guitars. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so 
Oh, so do you want do you want to do you want to get into talking about the record itself? I mean, I don't know what you don't know? to say. <laughs> you don't know what to say. Well, you you chose the album. I, know. I mean, do you want to? Is there like a grander point you want to make about it first before we? Um, we don't we don't talk about every song, but because I guess like whenever I listen to this, like. It's just on like a roll with all the other songs. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, but I do think like the opening is like, this is a banger. Yeah, totally. (laughs) um, And like, yeah, it's got some classic, classic emo um, lyrics. Yeah. 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 So. Some classic motifs. Yeah, that song's called Robots Dream in Black and White. And yeah, that one is definitely like... Is it? <laughs> I think that's what it's called. I've got the wrong track list. <laughs> wrong track order. Oh. Fuck. Let's see. Because I was thinking it was Astronaut. <laughs> oh, that's a... I have that as being track six. Oh my god, I feel like my whole life's been a lie now. <laughs> <laughs> did it go like so the way you, you had your album was astronaut was first and then like yeah how, no, like how did it go from there was it like six seven eight nine ten were the first five tracks and not even it's just a total bloody mess it's <laughs> like no. astronaut symbols the death escape artist horizons idaho la uh, machine immort uh sorry friends um, <laughs> resuscitation, robots dream, um, and then oh, that's crazy. Somnambulism. It's just totally it's different. Completely wrong. Oh, so that's so it, funny. Yeah, it's got one and two as the last two. Yeah. So I wonder if just like someone was like, "This is how the album should have been laid out." Yeah, that's so weird. That's okay. interesting. Yeah, this this way seems to really work. Also, I think I think the way that you uh, that you read it was alphabetical. Oh, so my my theory is that, that makes sense. Um, the, the the tracks were never tagged with track numbers in your iTunes, so they're just alphabetical. That was so fast. I did not look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Because I could have just been like, "It's alphabet." Well, it really works as an album in that's alphabetical so order. That's it. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to it alphabetically now to see <laughs> how that sounds. I'm going to track one of ten. What a nice round numbered album. Right, I'll reorder this in my iTunes. Okay. <laughs> but I'll be quick about it. Sure. That's fine. God. I can't believe it's been wrong this whole, this whole time. time. How long have you like had this album? How long have you listened to <laughs> a it? A long time. <laughs> I think it's been like it might have been like ten or eleven years. That's it's so been funny. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I gotta yeah. say this. This is a. Uh, I, I, I'm the kind of person who's like obsessed with with like when I when I used iTunes all the time I would be obsessed with making sure all the metadata was right so I'd like mm. go into each song and like change you know the track titles and <laughs> the album artists and stuff so everything would be sorted correctly so this is this is a good uh, advertisement for why metadata is important <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> when you do podcasts about them yeah um yeah this is actually just a podcast about metadata it's not actually a podcast about <laughs> email 
accidentally all, played this one. Sorry. It's all a ruse. <laughs> this is not about emo at all. No. Surprise. Um, yeah, no, I remember like going through all my iTunes um, when I was younger. But like, um, because for some reason, like all of the information on the Blinking Lights Eels album mm-hmm. was completely wrong. Like yeah. the wrong song names, like just everything, <laughs> like nothing has imported correctly. Weird. So like I had to go through it like 20 times <laughs> just being like, mm-hmm. no, like this is this song. <laughs> and like, I think that just destroyed my spirit. Yeah. Um, you don't want to keep doing that if it's always going to be that hard. No. <laughs> That's kind of like the danger of like downloading music for free on websites or like right. getting music from like your friends who also downloaded it. It's like, <laughs> exactly. who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I know. What are you going to say opposed to listening to it on YouTube? Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> opposed to, you can't, you can't really buy a copy of this record anymore. That's like true. I was on Discogs and like, there's a copy available for like 50 bucks, you know, yeah. it's like pretty expensive because not a lot of it was pressed and it's sort of like, I mean, it, it's not a big enough record for it to have been like repressed by some label. Like yeah. maybe someday that'll happen, but it definitely like when I was Googling Colia before this, there are a lot of, a lot of like emo blogs that have written about this record over the past few years as like a band yeah. that, that probably should have gotten a little more attention. Okay. I've reordered and now it's right. But <laughs> like now I'm confused because I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Should we, should we take a pause so you can listen to the album again in, like, <laughs> in the right order? We can go, we can kind of go song by song, but I'll, we can like read through the, the OG track list instead of the yeah, illegally instead of downloaded track list. track listing. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense, though. Like, come on. So, yeah, like, even even though it's not the track you thought it was, I think the first oh. track is kind of a banger, too. It's called Robots Dream in Black and White. I feel like this song has some crazy like time changes and it's like the guitar is really good during like some of the some of like the more breakdownish parts like there's there's one part and i try to i try to cut music into the talking so that people can hear what it sounds like but there's one part it's like but that part's really cool i like that part a lot and then so is this like this is the thing I never like when I'm listening to it I don't actively look at the songs like the mm-hmm. only reason I knew Astronaut was as the song name was because like okay I'm gonna start this album from the beginning yeah or what and I believe to be the beginning yeah yeah this yeah. is a banger as well yeah like, yeah I'm guessing like Astronaut's probably a banger too because it's probably the first song on the B side of the record. So if they were like thinking of it as like A side, B side, it makes sense for the first <laughs> track on the B side to be a good one too. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, this is the thing with like, yeah, having or not having to actively think about what you're listening to. Yeah. Like, I think I remember when I was a kid, like bringing my CDs and my like CD player on like mm. long car journeys and like actively having to be like, I want to listen to this song 
and mm. I know what song it is and I know what number it is on the album yeah so like I feel like I knew a lot more about the bands I was listening to mm-hmm. <laughs> like 14 or like 20 years ago than I do now because yeah I'm like a very like passive like yeah this song is on and it's great and I can sing along but I've got no mm-hmm. idea what it's called or yeah. what album it's on yeah, you get you get obsessive about stuff when you're younger. I think I think yeah. that's like part of part of like being a kid or like a teenager is like really getting attached to something and being like, "This is mine. I know all about this. This is cool." Yeah. But then yeah, you get people who are like, um, yeah, who take it upon themselves to like quiz you on bands and just like, mm-hmm. I don't need to prove myself to you, so <laughs> shut up. Um, yeah. So yeah. Be cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> whatever I, d- I don't know the name of this song but i still like this band what yeah. you gonna do but yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let's see i was gonna also say dude that, that that one guitar part has like a cool like i don't i don't know much about like how like time changes or like uh like meter works in music like mm. like i can like count out if a song is like four four or three four but like yeah. like that that one part in the song and again it'll have already played like I feel like I feel like it's like part of the song is like it's like nine four, but it's broken up into like one two three one two one two three four. That means it's like yeah. nine four or like five four plus four four. I don't really know, but <laughs> like it's fun. It's fun for me to like count that stuff, and I think that that this song is a good one if you want to like count what the what the time signature is in each part of the song. If you're into that sort of thing, oh, I think like that's the mathematician in you coming out because Maybe. like I think if I was like like I don't know anything about time signatures. And like, yeah. I think if I did, I think if I listened to math, I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> ah, just like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm just like, I know it's complicated. <laughs> sure, okay. sure. Like, but yeah, I guess when you listen to it enough, you know what's coming next. So I'm mm-hmm. like. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, you get used to it. Uh, the other thing I was going to say about this song is, this is the first time I mentioned the band Seisha earlier mm-hmm. and like, it was fun thinking about that band again because I've like had their the Seisha like retrospective CD for like ever like mm-hmm. ever since I first heard that band I ordered it on like Interpunk or some website <laughs> like that but uh, yeah it like made me think of that band again which was fun and I, I like I like the, the this this album has like two different vocalists mm-hmm. and I like this vocalist more the one who's on this song it has like the, the more higher pitched mm-hmm. uh, like talking he's most most of the time the vocalists are just talking like kind of melodically yeah. talking and not yeah. singing and I feel like his songs are a little more interesting and uh, the lyrics are maybe a little more abstract to enablers no and it's like it's like i think they kind of hark back to this like i i think they're definitely like not as old mm-hmm. um and it's basically like uh like 
poetry, like mm-hmm. like spoken word poetry over like math guitar um, yeah. and like drums and stuff. And uh, yeah, like I quite like that. I guess like, yeah, kind of these, these are like gateway bands into all these other bands. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, it's it's it, it, it's it's cool. I like I like it too. I like I like the different ways people use like the talking vocals and like mm-hmm. they mix it up with like shouting vocals, screaming vocals. Just keep it talking. Like you know, there's a lot of variation to it, and it's all mm-hmm. like considered emo in one way or another. But yeah. I like that this man is just doing the talking stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's interesting. I liked it. Um, the the second vocalist is the lead in the next song, which is Somnambulism. This, this vocalist, I feel like his songs, when he, he, he does the singing slash talking on for the most part, it, they're, they're a little more, I don't want to say simple, but mm-hmm. more and more accessible. Like, I feel like most of those songs are pretty straightforward, like four, four time signature songs. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics, like, I feel like each one is like, I'm going to have a song about like physics as a metaphor or mm-hmm. like about being a machine as being a metaphor for the human condition or whatever and like yeah. this this song is all about like like there's one like one lyric they repeats like time distance going nowhere <laughs> <laughs> I know this this album really is very mathy which aside from like the time signature stuff but like the lyrics too like mm-hmm. this made me think of like you know time over distance is uh, is or yeah distance over time is velocity yeah like and so if you have if you're not moving if you're going nowhere like you have no velocity and no, like the time can stretch on forever but if you're not going anywhere man you got no velocity it's terrible <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy stuff yeah. Wow. Like this is yeah. No, I. I'm like. <laughs> when I, I I do not know about math, um, apart from math, hardcore. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I was trying to Google to find out if like any of them were like scientists mm. or physicists. But I have no idea who's in this band. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like. Yeah, I don't know much about the, the band members themselves either. Like, that's a good that's a good question. I was mostly also thinking like, since like you know there are like songs that are like sung by different people. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if like like the fact that the other vocalist like sings in this song does that mean he wrote the song? Like, did he write the music and the lyrics? And like the other vocalist in the first song who does yeah. who's like sings for most of the songs? Did he do the lyrics and songwriting for his songs? Was it a joint effort? You know. To me, it seems like the songs are kind of different from each other, mm-hmm. and and it seems like maybe that's why because there's like different songwriters for each one. Yeah, like or I've just found on the last FM Collier page, um, there were three members: mm-hmm. Todd Giles, 
Craig Schechter. Sounds good. Uh, and Mike McDonald. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you know any of them. I do not. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe they're hanging around Cambridge and I can try to say <laughs> hi. Yeah. I'm personally like a really big fan of the song after this one, Resuscitation. I think that song's real good. That's, that's probably like the slowest one on the record and uh, I didn't write, write down any like lyrical highlights they'd seem more abstract again it's like the, the first singer like the more high pitched talking guy but for me this song has like a really good build up in the middle like after the first minute and a half it's like all instrumental for a couple minutes and it's just like a slow build it gets good starts quiet and gets loud sucker for it. I think it's really cool. Um, it yeah. reminded me a lot of... Do you ever listen to the band Unwound? No. They're really good. That This song reminded me of a lot of their stuff. Uh, the song of theirs called Arboretum has a similar sort of thing where like there's just like a quiet part that builds up to be loud in the middle. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's another song by sh- the band Shellac called This Is a yeah. Picture that does that as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm just a sucker for whenever that happens. I think it's the best. And I think it's the song... Does that really well? The crescendo. Yeah, it's yeah, very slow, quiet to loud crescendo. It's good. Yeah, this is the longest song in the album yeah. as well. Hmm. Like it, I'm like I've got like they really like I I don't know if they were like going for like radio friendly like three minute bangers, but like the two sevens or the two sevens that I have, which are like Idiot Rod and the self titled seven inch. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're all like five or like the the shortest song on those two is like 446 right they're all pretty long yeah the yeah, same one same for the one i have too they're all like five minutes yeah and like but in this one it's like this is the longest song and it's like 449 and the rest yeah, are most like, of the songs are just like three or four three like minutes. no yeah. longer than four for the most part yeah yeah it's that like is interesting radio friendly emo bangers <laughs> um from <laughs> yeah, very very radio eyes. friendly I, I remember hearing this all over commercial rock radio in 2001 exactly right <laughs> where were Kerrang to like give Collier the boost that they needed the, uh, the next track is called Escape Artist This is another track with like the second vocalist and 
again, like I feel like his songs are a little more straightforward and this, this one is like very heavy handed, like using lyrics about like magic <laughs> to like talk about despair, like exit the stage. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Like, so, like Hide the evidence of my sleight of hand. It's good. It's fun. It's fun to sing along to, but it's also like it's a little corny, but yeah. it's still it's still it's still fun. I like it. I, I know, like you can't, you can't contain the emo that's inside <laughs> you. It's like it's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, this this is a banger as well. Good guitar parts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all the, all the songs are pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. to me, like, as the album goes on, it gets a little, like, homogenous, but it's still mm-hmm. it's still good, for sure. And it's, yeah. Well, this is the thing. I've been listening to them in, like, alphabetical yeah. order. <laughs> and I'm like, this is great. Like, it's so, yeah, it's so, so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, that's a good idea. Like, when you listen to an album, I mean, this is my opinion that I feel like mm-hmm. as it goes on, it gets a little homogenous yeah. and samey but like the fact that you have it like mixed up in a weird way maybe that makes it more interesting because like basically the way you had it is like the first the first few tracks are like the last few tracks mm-hmm. the way you've been listening to it yeah. <laughs> so yeah. and strong yeah exactly yeah that's what that's, so that's what you want like yeah high, that's but, true like, damn it leave people <laughs> wanting more yeah and here we yeah. are like and here we are yeah <laughs> yeah, we're talking. We're talking about this album because you have it in a better <laughs> order. Clearly, right. that's so funny. <laughs> uh, the next song. The next song is a really fast one. The death of Ivan Ilyich. And I, I meant to look up who, if I that's a person. Oh, Illich. Let's both look it up. Even, yeah, yeah Il, Illich. It's a novella by Leo Tolstoy. Oh, classic. <laughs> classic. Classic emo band. <laughs> so Kolya loves Russian literature. Yeah, well, yeah, they must, I guess, hence the name. Ivan Ilyich lives a carefree life that is most simple and most ordinary and therefore most terrible. So this this is like a story about a guy who just like is kind of dragging his feet through life, basically. Yeah, and their the band name Kolya, I assume, is from the nineteen ninety six Czech drama <laughs> of the same name. But oh, who okay. knows? Um, so I guess maybe they're into like ex-Soviet mm. stuff, which is yeah. fair because <laughs> interesting yeah. stuff. Yeah, and like thinking about thinking about like I mean I've never read this novella obviously, but like reading about it on the very official Wikipedia page, it like makes sense. Like just just that uh, just that statement about like living a life simple and ordinary and therefore most terrible. That seems like a very emo sentiment, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a quick, quick recap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, one, that song just goes. It's good. It did, like, call and reply. Mm-hmm. Beginning. Yeah, this is, this is the... 
I think this is the shortest one. It's like two minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It, it fast. It, fast. it is fast. It's it good. Fast. Um, yeah, I was just looking, I'm looking at also the very official Wikipedia page mm-hmm. of the 1996 uh, Czechoslovakian film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the film begins in 1988. It's the Soviet bloc is beginning to disintegrate. So, you know, from there, it's going to mm-hmm. be even, it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Previous loss of previous job. Sorry for spoilers. Uh, loss of previous job at the Czech Philharmonic, having been half accidentally blacklisted as politically unreliable by the authorities. I'm intrigued. I'd watch yeah. this film. Somebody being unfairly wronged. Yeah. Like, and there's like love, it's like a rom com, but mm-hmm. like with emo, so like a Romeo. Uh, Rome. Romeo, <laughs> Romeo, 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 and it won the Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film. So there you go. See, pretty like, big deal. Yeah, if the if the institution likes it, <laughs> it must be good. Everybody's yeah, got exactly. To like it. Yeah. All right. So the next song is the song that you always thought was first. It's called Astronaut. <laughs> like, yeah, good, good bits of emo. There's one line: "It's like Bod- body is an astronaut floating in space with his helmet off." Body is an astronaut drowning in space with his helmet cut off. Up yeah, right. Like, You're just like fuck. <laughs> yeah, but imagine that. Yeah, That'd be yeah horrible. that's that's pretty visceral. It's like yeah, you, you know you know what that means. <laughs> yeah, you're right? floating in nowhere and you're dead. In a very exactly, we've way. all seen Gravity. No, the other one, uh, the space one. I was thinking the we've space... all seen uh, 2001. Uh oh, okay. Also, ooh, also 2001. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about the magic school bus. <laughs> Uh, oh god do they like there's an episode of the magic school bus where like the kids are like somehow traveling on a school bus going around uh the solar system and they get to pluto and for whatever reason one of the kids the kid arnold like takes off his helmet and his head like freezes over and everybody freaks out and they bring him back to earth and he's and they save him somehow Uh, of course yeah. (laughs) yeah you're thinking of gravity though the sandra bullock movie is that called Gravity? Yeah, where, where oh, it's yeah. her and it's like George Clooney yeah. for a little bit too. Yeah, because like I think Gravity and it's Interstellar is the other one. Mm. They both yeah, came yeah. out at the same time. They were both about gravity, but one was called <laughs> Gravity, and I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Could they not have talked to each other? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like space is automatically like a pretty good like metaphor like used in. I could, yeah. I could easily be using emo music and the, the whole astronaut thing. I feel like I remember we, the, one episode of this podcast that Jamie did a while ago was mm-hmm. about the album Deja Entendu by Brand New, and that has like the cover is an astronaut, like yeah, in the middle of nowhere, you know, nobody else is around. And I feel like just that image kind of like put that thought into my mind 
from a fairly young age that like space astronauts loneliness yeah, yeah. exactly like it's always like the sea or space because mm-hmm. like both are like vast empty yeah, lonely yeah, places yeah. and like that we don't know much about and that mm. are very dangerous sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes most of the time I don't know whenever you like <laughs> seek it <laughs> if you seek it it is danger um but yeah but the, I I feel like there's not there's no um there's no ocean themed ones not in this here. album no no it's not nothing that really like jumped yeah. out at me maybe there is and I missed it so maybe they were all um like like engineers and not like marine <laughs> biologists <laughs> yeah it's funny because yeah so the next the next song is is La Machine Esmorte mm-hmm. or Esmor I also don't know how to speak <laughs> French the machine is dead so that made me think of engineering too that's yeah. that's such a that's a very good point about yeah well, these guys are probably all big big science nerds yeah. uh, but but this there's also like like the idea of the machine breaking down like was it can we fix the circuitry can we replace the battery like, yeah yeah <laughs> in, the, in the way the way like they sing this is one where it's a, it's another seems like a song by the second vocalist but the other one <laughs> is there too and he's kind of like harmonizing a little bit he says like can we replace the battery it's good so good yeah like rhyming circuitry and battery yeah like it works <laughs> i'll give them that that's fine yeah this is another song that for me like kind of borders on being a little cheesy and, mm. and like hand fisted, but I still like it. Yeah. The battery <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I like that part. Yeah. It's got like a nice kind of like a nice like rolling kind of Yeah. Like mm-hmm. like resuscitation. Yeah, it's definitely like a, a head like, nodder for sure. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. You can imagine like at a show, everyone's just been like mm-hmm. rocking back and forth. Um, yes, for the listener, like Elizabeth it. is moving her head back and forth in a very <laughs> exaggerated fashion. This is what I do at gigs. It's like <laughs> yes, it's the gig stance, the yeah. gig movement. <laughs> yeah, like uh, have have you heard of the Glasgow shoulder dance? No, and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> very like brief movements of the shoulder so it's, instead of moving your head up and down you're like <laughs> kind of like shrugging one shoulder and yeah. then shrugging the other shoulder back and forth but like only like very oh. like unenthusiastically <laughs> and like only if the song is like a disco banger <laughs> like, like there can't be more movement than that yeah. <laughs> if it's like if someone's dancing they're like ostracized from the crowd like, yeah, yeah we're, we're all too cool for actually dancing right in yeah <laughs> so like i feel like yeah i guess like a lot of swing at yeah. emo emo shows <laughs> mm-hmm. and like yeah sways and like 
He's like, like you're on a ship. So sure. Maybe, sure. maybe emos purely come out of everyone feeling a bit seasick. Yeah. Like, and that's so, why all the sad songs about being lost at sea or whatever. Yeah. Right. There you go. This is like, just stop swaying so much. <laughs> <laughs> Get your land legs. So, was it? The next song is Symbols versus Skateboards. Yeah. Skies doing push ups. Getting stronger as the sunset burns away. Should be teaching us laws of ratio and probability. Don't mess with inevitability. This makes me think that they're like. Like, I, I mean, I don't know how old they were, but this make, this title makes me think that they were all, like, 14. But I, I, I don't think they were. I think they were at college. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, I didn't totally, like, grasp the lyrics on this one. I actually found the CD of this album at, mm -hmm. the, at the radio station I volunteer at. And I, and I, like, took a picture of all the lyrics, but I, I meant to read them before mm -hmm. I did this, and I didn't do that. But I <laughs> think okay. I think this this song also has a lot of lyrics about math and physics. Mm -hmm. They're like, they, there's one line, he literally says, like, laws of ratios and probability. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> think, do you, maybe they were at, like, MIT or, like... Yeah, maybe. Harvard or somewhere doing maths or physics or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder, I feel like... If I asked my ex-boyfriend, I think he'd know. Yeah, maybe. He's, he's big, big into Kalia. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the... Oh, actually, I think um, on Discogs, uh, it's got, yeah, who did all the vocals. And it's got the writing and the arrangement for some of them as well. Oh, okay. So you can find out who wrote what. Because it seems like he was... Like, there's, like, two other members are crossed out. Like, yeah, it didn't seem like, like, the t these two, the ones that are crossed out, they're on the Idiot Rod 7-inch. Mm -hmm. um, and one called... I think that's pronounced Iditarod. Oh, yeah, not Idiot Rod. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that, too. Sometimes I'll, like, for yeah. some reason I've seen, like, some bumper stickers that say that, and I was like, Idiot Rod. Idiot Rod. But, then I, but then I, like, Googled Idiot it. It was like, it's like a, I think it's like a dog a dog race, like, a, in the snow in Alaska. That makes more sense. Which um, is another, like, <laughs> lonely endeavor, so it makes sense that Kolya would name something Idiot Rod. Yeah. You're just out there in the snow with your dogs trying to win a race. I guess, yeah, I, like, I feel like there's, I don't know, I'll need to look through my, uh, my iTunes again to, like, see if there's many emo albums about, like, being in the Arctic. <laughs> yeah. There must be. Right? You're like, of course there will be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, like, there's a Fairweather, you remember, you remember the band Fairweather at all? Uh, the name rings a bell, but yeah. I, they weren't one that I was like, yeah, yeah. listening they're, to. They were like early 2000s, more mm -hmm. of like the crossover emo stuff. They had an EP called Alaska, and they had, they had another album after that one that had a song called Lusitania, which I think was the name of the ship that sank. Oh. So you got the Alaska, like the cold, and you also have the ship that is sinking in the vast ocean. That's like so. double... A double, double whammy, whammy. Of, of emo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're they're doing it right. <laughs> doing it right. 
I guess yeah. the only other thing I wanted to say about cymbals versus skateboards is that there's a cool guitar part. It's kind of like just certain, during certain parts, there's kind of like a higher register guitar part. Also, the song has like some woes in it. Yeah. Which I feel like is a little off-brand, but it's good. <laughs> off-brand, yeah. Um, yeah, like this is a... I like this one, actually. Like, it was one of the earlier ones on my previous track listings. <laughs> um, uh, like, how, like, starts off, like, slow and steady, and then... Mm -hmm. dee -dee 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 -dee. Yeah, I think that's the part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that part. Yeah. And uh, there's one lyric that I do remember. I, I wrote it down. It says, uh, throw a pen across the room. Or I threw a pen across the room and it flew right back to me. Like, they've got to be scientists. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm sure. Like, I like, this has come down to like, what major did they do? <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of that many other... I mean, I don't know. I guess there are probably a lot of other bands who, like, have a lot of songs that reference, like, literature and it's like, oh, these guys were, were like, English majors or, like... Yeah. History majors or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't really have much to say about the song Idaho. This one is a little weirder because one of the vocalists is singing and I can't tell which one it is. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't sound like either of them, but it could be one of them just like straight up singing instead of talking and I just can't tell. This is throwing you off. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna recap because this is this will have been one of the like middling tracks, right? Like, I kind of I feel like just like every song merges into one, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like after about like the fourth song in, between, like four and six. This is like also I was gonna say it's it's kind of funny because uh, so there's two songs before this one, La Machine mm -hmm. S Mort and Symbols versus Skateboards. Mm -hmm. They like transition into each other if you listen to it. Like mm -hmm. in the original order, like the the La Machina Smart like has like you know guitar feedback that goes right into the next song. Mm -hmm. Like and if you listen to it out of order, I would assume like it would probably that song would end abruptly and symbols for skateboards would start very abruptly. Yeah, maybe I was just like, this is fine. This is normal. This is fine. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know, then you would probably be like, okay. Yeah. A creative I mean, choice. You're right. Yeah, like goes straight into. Yeah. Feedback. <laughs> Ooh. I think it was like, use caution with like pists of sanity with the suitcase empty. It's just like weird poetry about something. Maybe Idaho. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I guess. 
I don't know if I'm, if it's like too simplistic to say like it's called Idaho because it's another like more desolate state. But that seems like I don't want to knock Idaho. There's some good stuff going on there. I I mean I don't know anything about Idaho. Uh, yeah. Apart from yeah, it's it, it's there. It sure is there. There are <laughs> sure a lot of potatoes there. there. Um, Sounds like home. The band built a spill is from there. So there you go. Yeah. That's another thing about Idaho. Fat, fun Idaho facts. Let's see. Fun wonder, Idaho yeah. facts. Hmm? Like, I feel like I'm, I'm Wikipediaing Idaho <laughs> to find <laughs> out if it's also got like serious emo potential. Mm. Um, I'll look it up too. It's the seventh least densely populated of the 50 US states. Yeah. Um, so a lot, a lot of empty space there. Yeah. If there is something, I don't know if we're going to be able to find it on the general Idaho Wikipedia page. Yeah. It does say that like prior to European settlement, um, it was inhabited solely by Native American peoples. Yeah. I mean, that was true with, <laughs> with but that's mo- like everywhere. <laughs> that's pretty I much wonder- every state in America. Yeah. But I wonder if like <laughs> it means... Uh, else? I don't know. Quite mountainous. The mountains are also a good like emo, uh, like yeah. iconography, like mountains That's true. and like I guess like yeah, places where like death occurs. So like mountains, space, sea. Yeah. Magic. Like yeah, we've all seen those horror films. I just watched the movie The Prestige recently, and there's a lot of death in that movie. Right. Which one's the Prestige? And they're all magicians. Oh yeah. But yeah, I don't know. There's not much for me to say about either. I mean, like, it's a nice, it's a nice song, but it is a bit like, ah, it's there. Yeah. Ah, it's there. <laughs> it's like it's nice that it's there, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't be one that I'd be like, this is the banger. Yeah, I'm um, not going to reach out for this one. Mm-hmm. And then it's. One more. This is like the penultimate song. Yeah, I know. This is, yeah, Idaho is, is the penultimate song. And then the last one is called Horizons. Dun, dun, dun. And I feel like this, this song like starts off differently too. It has like a little like, I don't know if that's like a Rhodes piano or something for like, like the first couple notes. Idaho just like ends really abruptly and then like they're straight into horizons with like some like nice like easy listening keyboard yeah it's definitely an interesting way to start off the song but at the same time I feel like it's a little like not typical necessarily Mm -hmm. but like oh we have one song where we do something different it'll be the last song (laughs) yeah but you know this was like somewhere in the middle this was this was for you right before Idaho for me (laughs) so I feel like it made sense in that order yeah oh, that's um, so, yeah yeah and, and yeah and to me to me i wrote down like of course the last song is slow and like kind of long typical last song stuff and like yeah. an email album but <laughs> like this is the the second longest song yeah and like before it would have been robot stream black and white 
so mm-hmm. like a strong closer <laughs> right but now it's like oh you know yeah the two like <laughs> ones that were always in the middle for me mm-hmm. are now like at the end so i guess it makes sense even like oh yeah it kind of trails off mm-hmm. um so we sort of stuck to being alphabetical um yeah I guess so. I got, I'm going to definitely listen to it that way after this. It's <laughs> funny. Um, this, 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 this song has the line of the album for me where the singer says, Uncertainty is not too easily shaken. it over and over uncertainty is not too easily shaken and i was like that's a pretty with like all the metaphors earlier in this album about like magic and space and machines that's just like a pretty blunt truthful lyric here is that resonates with people who listen to this kind of music probably (laughs) oh yeah and it's like repeated and like yeah i don't know i I like that part a lot and it it, and it it gets it kind of like blows up around like the three minute mark I'm a big, big fan of the songs that start quiet and like slowly build. Yeah. It's good. Like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> the sky pressed into the palm. The sky pressed into the palm. Oof. <laughs> Don't know what it means, but it's powerful. Sure, I know that. That's this is a good album for that. It's like I don't really know what these lyrics mean necessarily, but they sure no. sound dramatic and important. <laughs> and that's the main. That's what's important. It is, yeah. That's like the main thing a lot of times. <laughs> it doesn't matter like if it means anything. I guess yeah. like it's probably just Yeah. Like one of the many forms of like very abstract art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like Yeah, this means something to somebody, but I don't know what it is, but Yeah. And know, it might and it nice. might mean something it might mean something to us along like upon like further inspection, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, just like at, taking at face value, it's like, huh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. But you still want to sing along to it because it sounds cool and it sounds yeah. good the way it's sung and or like, spoken. If you were on MySpace, you'd be like, this would oh, be yeah. your like MySpace oh, yeah. handle. If you were a very cool MySpace user listening to Paul, yeah. Like, instead yes. of like, kind of a disco. I didn't. I didn't. I was a very short-lived MySpace user. I never really got into MySpace. Right. It was. It was tricky. <laughs> like finding like good music for your profile was like the most difficult thing. I remember finding like the more shallows had a MySpace page and just being like, "Yes, now yeah. all my friends will know." Yeah. Um, but it still didn't work. Like none of my friends. Good. MySpace was like kind of a nightmare because I feel like I remember I'd go on like friends pages and like they would have their song chosen and it would just like autoplay like most people had their songs autoplay like what a nightmare what a nightmare I'm glad that that like barely ever happens anymore yeah like yeah yeah websites with like auto playing sounds she does no leave me alone yeah. get out of here get out of here um yeah because yeah, it's just annoying. Yeah. It's just annoying. It's just annoying. Um, 
but yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's the end of the album. It, it's over now, and it's a good ending, that song, and hopefully you'll agree once you listen to the album in its normal order. <laughs> in its regular order. So this album came out on a label called Caulfield Records in 2001, and I feel like, I mean, I, 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 I couldn't find any any information on Caulfield Records doing, like, releasing any more music now. And yeah. I was kind of curious, like, I this album, you know, I listened to it on this YouTube link for the most part, but also mm-hmm. it's on Spotify, and, like, I don't really, yeah. I don't really understand how, like, an album that was released so long ago by a now-defunct record label, which I think they're defunct anyway, maybe they're not, but, like, how, how, uh, how that could be on Spotify. Yeah. It's like somebody somebody has to like pay for it to be on there. <laughs> like cuz I know like sometimes Spotify like read your iTunes but it'll mm-hmm. be like it'll kind of show up as just like a blank if like Spotify right. don't have the rights to it. Um, I see. Yeah. But then this is like I didn't have it on my computer. I like to search for Kolya and it like has yeah. most of Kolya's music. I wonder if like maybe Caulfield Records is like their record label and so like they were just like, yeah, we've heard of Spotify, we'll like pay for the rights. Yeah. I, I just have no idea. I'm sure there's a reason, but it, it it seems curious to me. I've like tried to I tried to Google them. Did you like look at the what comes up and it's just like this very basic website. Um I didn't. I didn't see their website. No, or Caulfield Records. You mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah, very, very early two thousand. Caulfield Records is rebooting still. (laughs) Yeah, like. Oh, that's so funny. I don't know if it's the right one. Let's see. It doesn't seem to have a discography. Um, yeah, so th- there there is a link on it that yeah, says it is, digitally, yeah. and it goes to eMusic. So I'm guessing yeah. like there must be somebody who still runs it and uh, adds stuff to yeah. like streaming websites and stuff. There's still a message board, and people have posted within like the last in 2016. Oh yeah, I wish there would be a repress of the Great Kolya LP. <laughs> yeah, like great label. I need Kolya LP. Yeah, <laughs> like from Japan. Germany. Been in the ground for 15 years and I just woke up to say that Twilight sucks. <laughs> Posted in 2012 by Fangs. Yeah, oh, it from does. The USA. Saying that Mike from Collier has a new band, but this is yeah. in 2012. Axicorn. Yeah, oh. It seems to no longer. It's not there anymore. Oh, wait. Axicorn. Yeah. Yeah, the album link doesn't work, but Axicorn seem to be a thing. It says they're from Portland, Oregon. So. Yeah, I mean, he could live there now. How many yeah. bands do you think are named Axicorn? Well, this is yeah, thing, that's, uh, that's probably the band. That would be like Mike. It's not like Mike McDonald or whatever. Yeah, and Mike there's a song McDonald. on this on this uh, on this like two song thing called Cosmonauts. Uh, <laughs> I just googled uh, Axicorn Mike McDonald and it's like um, the first link is Mike McDonald for legislature 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 yeah legislature boop, boop, boop. <laughs> that word legislature 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 I, I have no idea what you're trying to say <laughs> uh, like legis 
Legislature? Yeah. Yeah, that word. Okay. <laughs> it's a weird word to say. Like, I, I know it when I see it. I can read sure, it. But sure. I'm like, how do you say this word? You're not um, walking around talking about legislature all the time. Exactly. Like, do you pronounce the, like, la? Or is it, like, legislature? Legislature. Legislature. It's weird. Ah. It's too it much. Strange. Um, but, yeah. No, yeah, cosmonauts and marauders. So, maybe it is... Doom Metal, PDX, Punk Rock, Stoner, Portland are the tags. So, left Boston, moved to Portland, joined a metal band called Axicorn. Everybody's moving to Portland. You gotta do it. Gotta go to Portland and start a metal band. Right. It's the thing to do. (laughs) Why wouldn't you want this? Why wouldn't you? That's true. It's the next logical step if you were in the band Kolya. Yeah. So right. we got to end this mostly because I don't have a charger for my laptop and it's going to die soon. So <laughs> that's fair. That's a good yeah. reason to wrap stuff up. <laughs> so the last thing I guess is usually asked is, would you, would you recommend this album to other people? It sounds like you probably would, but yeah. like, what would you like, who would you recommend this album to? Um, in terms of like for fans of, I guess so for fans of, but also just like, I don't know, maybe like people who are like skeptical of emo, like why would they like it? I think if people were into, like, slow hip-hop, like, mm. stuff like, um, like, Q-Tip and, like, like, or, like, DJ Shadow and stuff, like, yeah, I, that's think, a good like point. I think, like, I think they'd be into this, be like, you know, it's got, like, yeah, like, as a, as a gateway drug to, to getting into emo, yeah. Start with Kalia. It's a good point with like 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 slower hip hop though. Mm. Like both 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 like this kind of music and that kind of music. You're like very yeah. You're you're you're, you're nodding your head a lot. I guess yeah. like yeah. It's good. Like, and like the kind of slow like yeah beats mm-hmm. and like guitar. Like I think yeah. it would work. I'd be like yeah if you're into that like yeah. give it a spin. Um, Definitely, I'd say the same thing. And also like with the. With all, uh, I would I could recommend all the nerds out there, all the math science nerds, listen to it for for the reasons we already mentioned. <laughs> for entertainment value. Yeah, it's um, good. Yeah, yeah, I'd recommend this. If you Excellent. could buy it, I'd say that. But <laughs> like, luckily, it's on YouTube and Spotify <laughs> for people who can't. And it's understandable because it's expensive. Maybe someday the voices of people on the Caulfield Records message board will be heard and there'll be a repress. Exactly. We'll see. One day. <laughs> One day. Cool. Well, well, Elizabeth, thank you for thank you for talking to me. Do you, do you uh do you have anything you want to plug to the people out there? Uh, I have nothing nothing to plug. <laughs> Cuz um, you, you play music, right? But you don't have like an ongoing band concern. Yeah, I have um just uh, we've decided that we will continue to be a band. Uh, we were formed mm-hmm. kind of as a punk rock lottery by a place called The Beatstro in Toronto, which is like a punk vegan cafe. Okay. And um, they put gigs on. And they basically, like, everyone was like, I can play a show this day and uh, I want to join in. So they picked everyone's names out of the hats and formed bands. So, uh, yeah, I'm in a band that's either called Sad Basement or Phil's Fine. <laughs> Uh, yet to be confirmed with a name. I like the name Sad Basement. <laughs> That's um, good. 
I picture everybody at a house show just like with their heads down. <laughs> right. But this is the thing. We're not that sad. Like there's only like a couple of like songs that are like slightly sad, but the rest are kind of like quite beach boysy. So oh, okay. like, yeah, who knows? And uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I can't really, I, I guess I have just plugged it, but who knows if there that is a, a legit plug because we've got, we got nothing. We got nothing yet. Well, there you go. It sounds like it's going to be a winner. Check out the gig if you're in Toronto. <laughs> oh, yeah, on the 20th. On the 20th. July. So, yeah, like Excellent. in five days. <laughs> in five days. I got, I got to edit this soon, then. I got to get it up <laughs> online as soon as possible. Get it out there. I'll um, get it out there into the world. Yeah. But, yeah, nothing to plug. What about you? You got anything oh, to plug? Oh, I have nothing to plug now. <laughs> I just, just here doing stuff. Yeah. Um, hopefully doing more episodes of this podcast. I got I to, gotta, like... <laughs> Jamie really wants me to, to, to keep asking other people to do the show with me. And so I got to figure out who to ask next. And I was happy that we got to meet recently when you were visiting <laughs> from, from Toronto because it seemed like we had a lot in common in terms mm-hmm. of music we listened to. So I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting experience. Yeah. Um, and yeah, hopefully that yeah. blossoming radio career to follow. Yes, no doubt. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, thanks again. And uh, this is the end of the podcast. So until next time, goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, podcast people.